0: Hello, everybody, and welcome out to the Comic Panel Podcast. I am Trailer Drake, Comic Drake, any kind of Drake you want to, want me to be, and I am joined by two very lovely guys today. We have... Chris Throkill. And... It's me, your
1: favorite man.
2: You are my favorite man. Thank you.
0: This is uh, our, our debut episode. It's going to be mostly Dylan... Logo! ...here and I, uh, and we're going to have a rotating third guest. So today... It's Chris. We got Chris. Maybe he won't be here next time. Maybe he will. We'll figure it out. Uh, I'd like to think that we all know a lot about comic books. At least I think so.
1: I know some. Well, the thing that uh, is know that every time that any of us all
0: get together, we end up having these like long, crazy, in-depth conversations about comics. And yes. I always thought, man, these co- these conversations are really good. If only we were filming them. Now we are and uh, this is incredibly unstructured at first we're going to see what works what doesn't work and we'll slowly change the format to to fit uh accordingly so uh, this is very rough please bear um, with us
1: yeah that i've s- i set up everything and it, i've never done something like this before if 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 anybody is familiar with me i'm Orem slash dylan by the way i have a youtube channel it's fun um but I have another podcast that this is normally set up for but we don't do video um, so if there are any technical difficulties that is why if this is the first time I've ever done this so yeah.
0: so with all that out of the way comic books let's discuss
1: i I thought we could we could start off since this is our first episode by saying how and why we got into comics
0: okay Dylan you want to start then
1: sure um I uh about this is gonna make me sound. I feel like you guys have better reasons than me, but I got in because of the Marvel movies. It's fair because, of course, um, about was it like four years now or something? No, it's less than that. I think. It was like, like which
0: movie did you get into?
1: Well, I well I was watching the Marvel movies for the longest time and like since the beginning, and I was like, oh yeah, it'd be really cool to get into comics, but but like literally every human on this planet who wants to get into comics, I was like, oh no, that's way too daunting. So yeah. I. I put it off until, I think, 2014, um, when I finally buckled down and made a Google search and was like, how do I get into Iron Man comics? And <laughs> I found fair. this long, like, Tumblr post um, of of what to get to start. And it's I,
0: always a Tumblr post. Yeah, yeah. There's a
1: lot of Tumblr posts that are very helpful that are like, yes. hey, read these. And, I mean, it, it introduced me to my, still to this day, favorite comic book of all time. So, Which um, is people who my favorite one of all time is uh matt fractions invincible iron man oh good choice the first one it's over there uh but the the actual first comic i read was warren ellis's extremis okay that was um what intro that was the first comic book i've ever read and then right after that i jumped into fractions run come and the philosophy behind that was basically just uh extremis that extremis book is what the movies pull from Mm -hmm. like everything is from that book and then fractions was like the most recent at the time full run that was great uh to introduce you to um the marvel universe and then from there i just was like, i would pick out certain characters and books and oh i also did the uh the what i have dubbed the classic but not classic age of marvel which is house of m leading up to yeah. marvel now and I just read all the events from then from then on. And I was like, oh, cool. These characters. I like these characters. And I just started reading books from them. It was very helpful that Marvel Now came out around the time I was reading. Because I had, like, number ones to jump in on. Makes so, a lot of sense. So, yeah. That's how I did it.
0: Well, for me... Uh... I was also in the same boat as like everybody else. I thought the continuity was very outsider unfriendly and it was mm-hmm. very daunting, but I was a big fan of reading stuff on wikis and things like that. So yeah. I had this big encyclopedic knowledge of comic book stuff and I could go toe to toe with people who did read comics mm-hmm. because I just read all these posts. I've seen all these videos and I've read all these, these wiki articles on these various things, but I had none of the context. Yeah. Um, this all, oh wow. There goes our, our background. Yeah, that's cool. I got, uh, I got you. Technical difficulties. We're figuring this out one step at a time. I can't.
1: If anybody has an Insignia TV and knows how to make that stop, let me know.
0: So, uh, cut to around 2013 when I I started dating this girl, and I was sleeping over at her house one day, and I noticed that she had. uh, Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, I I looked at her uh, her bookshelf because you know I'm laying on the bed with nothing to really do, Mm -hmm. and uh, I see that she has all these comic books and like. That's that's neat. And I I talked to her about them, but mm-hmm. again, I had none of the real context. And so she's like, oh, well, why don't sure. you try getting into comics? And I yeah. en- I ended up uh, like being with this girl for a long time, and she gave me a bunch of traits to start with. Uh, my favorite k- superhero at the time was Green Lantern, because I thought he had a really cool power set. Hmm. And I decided that I would start with the New 52 and give that a try. He was
1: your favorite without... Reading any comics?
0: I I liked the idea of like the ring that could do anything, and I okay. I loved the idea of the core. So you weren't like, stuff. oh man,
1: Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern, dude. No, no, well, the well, best Guy Gardner. <laughs> well,
0: see, I, I I was I was a big fan of him, and like uh like Nightwing at the time was like my second favorite character. and, okay. Like I was a big I was a big Nightwing fanatic. I, yeah. I loved everything from the animated series, from the the video games, everything like that. But I decided I'll give Green Lantern uh, a try. I really loved uh, that whole side of the DC universe. Little did I know that for the New 52, Green Lantern is one of two books that contain the continuity outside yep. of all of that. <laughs> it was Batman and Green Lantern. Yep. Right? And I told her that uh, I was afraid of the continuity, and if there was anything that I just that was going to be too continuity heavy, then I would stop. Yeah. And I get, like, not even mostly through the first issue of The Trade, and it's already talking about how Carol Ferris uh, used to be <laughs> Star and I'm like, nope, I'm done. Uh, it's continuity. I can't mm-hmm. do this. And she's like, okay, fine. Here's a Batman book. Yeah. And it was Batman Court of Owls. Mm-hmm. Read it, loved it. Perfect. After that, I started eating trades left and right. I was like reading like two, three a day because she had her, her collection and then we would go to Half Price Books and I would buy a bunch of them there. Nice. I started getting into uh, like the singles at my local comic book store that I, I could actually walk to when mm-hmm. I was living downtown. And that was a whole lot of fun. She tried to get me to read Saga though and that is not a beginner's book, especially no. considering it's a little too artsy for me. And I, I need to give it another chance at some point, but
1: it's. I don't think it, it. I I don't think it's that it's not a good beginner's book. I don't think it's a good Drake book. It, it, that's that's also, accurate. It's also yeah. very true, but because I read Saga, it was my Saga was my first indie book, mm-hmm, and this nice. was a couple months into reading just Marvel, and I didn't read DC until like last year, uh, but i loved it but that's just because yeah. i like weird shit so
0: like, and i like weird shit too but it's it was too artsy but man invincible was holes. that that got me into indie books and like yes it was an indie super invincible. superhero book but then it got me like i reading like all of the other robert kirkman stuff like mm-hmm. reading Outcast, which i love to death and really opening me up to the image side of things yeah and image has so many good books like sex criminals right now is one of the best oh, yeah. books on the market right now absolutely I love it to death pretty good pretty but, good I'm hogging the mic. Let me give it to my fellow mic hog, Chris. So, so
2: I got I started off with my love of superhero and comic book culture when I was really young. Um, we didn't have a lot of books uh, when I was very young, well, I'm talking like three or four. But at the time, um, the DCAU and the Bruce Timverse of TV shows was really huge. The Batman yes. anime series, the Superman animated series were huge. And I loved those. And I loved the um, late 90s X-Men TV show. Ooh. And when the year 2000 hit, um, the first X-Men movie came out. And I'm like, oh, my God. Live action Wolverine. Right. Well, that, that's mm-hmm. when I started
0: trying to get into comics, and I I picked yeah. up this random issue of Cable at my little comic stop that I was oh. uh, that I was buying Pokemon cards at. Hmm. And it was I remember the the cover explicitly. It was uh it was Cable and his clone and like the clone. I, like, Strife. I, Strife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. He he was he's was, he's in this his big old like spiky '90s outfit, and he's like. Got cable by like the neck. Mm-hmm. The story. Yeah, you know, you know that <laughs> cover because it's an iconic cover. And I, I try reading it because like, I had read these eyewitness books growing up, which right. and I knew a lot about the X Men from these. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, cable's really cool. I liked him. And I tried reading it, and I had no idea what was going right. on. And that
2: is what scarred me for life from trying to read comics. See, I, I had the oh, opposite god. reaction because I did the same thing. Like, when I saw the movie, I'm like, oh my god, I gotta find out more. And my mom would buy me these eyewitness DK books out of like all yep. this information on which all ones the X Men. I had the X Men and the Fantastic Four one. I had, I oh. had,
0: had X Men and Spider Man, right. and then I I have I bought the Batman one a couple years and ago. The mm.
2: Fantastic 4 one particularly was good because the first 100 issues of the Fantastic 4 one are basically what set the foundation for the entirety of the Marvel Universe, yeah. oh. right? But I was like in love with these. And so I go to my library and I'm like, oh my God, I got to comics. And at the time, Grant Morrison's X-Men run was happening. The one that looked and like the movies too. The one that looked like the movies. But the thing is, it's also the most continuity and meta of any run you could ever get into. Oh, Grant Morrison. And so he's my favorite writer. So, you know, I love that shit. But, um, you know, for a little seven or eight year old, Reading about how Cassandra Nova is the evil twin sister of Professor Xavier, who he murdered <laughs> as a child, as a fetus, awesome. and then lived as a psychic parasite in his brain. It's a little bit much to get your head around. <laughs> but I also had, like, the Infinity Gauntlet comic, and Devil Born Again. Mm-hmm. And um, around the time I started reading those kind of trades and the single issues more, like Batman Year One more... Um, was the time that Josh Whedon's Astonishing X-Men mm. came out, which was a little bit more accessible. So I got really into the X-Men, um, and, like, Messiah Complex was happening, um, the Chris Yost-Young New X-Men was happening, um, and these were really good X-Books, and I'm like, and I love the X-Men, so I'm like, what's going on? But then my friend's like, oh, no, you should also read DC. And so I'm like, okay, what are the big DC things right now? And um, I got Green Lantern Rebirth, That's a and good Batman journey, and Son. That's yeah. so I was lucky that I really started reading DC with Jeff John's Green Lantern run, Grant Morrison's Batman run, arguably the two most important um, comic book runs of the past decade. At least it was a very good case on the DC side of things. And so I really got into that, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then, wait, World War Hulk is happening? Yeah. And Zero <laughs> and Invasion is happening? And Bendis's New Avengers is happening? And Civil War? And I, I just fell in love with the sheer, like, dense, cohesive narrative that could be found in all that. So I love the continuity for that kind of stuff. And I've basically been reading comics on stuff since, like, 2005. Nice. So
0: you mentioned Civil War. I remember when I first saw that happening. It's because uh, this was 2006, right? Yeah. Uh, I was playing Heroclix a whole lot at the time. Mm-hmm, and I would yeah. go to my local comic book shop every Friday, and then I would go to another location of it on the other side of town every Saturday to play Heroclix. And I learned a lot about the comic book characters and continuity and stuff from just the figures and also from nice. the guys in their 40s that I played with right. because uh, there there were no other children playing Heroclix. Let me tell you yes. something
1: about Spider-Man.
2: <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't really have a lot of older people to talk to you about comics, but like... The internet was a thing 2006, and I definitely fell in love with like the CBR board on, simply the X board. And for those of you who troll the internet, you know that um, mid 2000s X Men board on CBR was a source just justly like, being like this crazy LGBT crazy people hangout. But we all loved each other, and, like, there's like I'm so faced with friends with a lot of them, and, nice. like, it really helped me mature both as a person, but, like, also make let me really embrace the sheer kitsch of comics. Yeah, that's and awesome. So, like, I love the stuff, like, oh, hey, remember when Superman went to the sun and came back as a Promethean <laughs> got a million years <laughs> later and then went back in time to go to his, like, dad's funeral and then restart the entirety of the Superman line? I love that shit now. Let me just get my Because Comics shirt right here. Available at merch.comictrick.com. Get yours today if you think comics are crazy and convoluted. Right. And so I've, I've accepted the philosophy that, you know, you read comics for the sheer, like you do for movies, like the things you will never see anywhere else, the sheer absurd and extremities of it. As long as it has a solid, cohesive narrative behind it, like it's or, be or not, or not, <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes you just like Deadpool, sure, you can someone in 1997 and be like, "Oh wait, they're referencing yeah. video game culture in the 90s. That's so cool." Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs>
0: I love it whenever like comic books start referencing other cultures, like uh, like other like like subcultures and, and nerdy yeah. things that mm-hmm. I'm another big fan of. Yeah. Like, oh my god, when Hamilton started getting big in New York, like uh. Like, Hamilton shows yeah. up in like every book. Every book had Hamilton references out yeah. the zoo. It was great. Like I remember reading I like the
1: you know sorry, just quick okay. side tangent about the Hamilton stuff. There was I forget which book it was in. Um but they like hyped up a Hamilton reference in a certain Marvel book. You
0: were thinking of uh Deadpool versus Gambit.
1: No. Oh, really? But but yeah, I know that reference, but there's uh, here's the thing. So, maybe it was hell no. It was Mockingbird.
0: Okay. It was Mockingbird. Right.
1: There's an issue yeah. of Mockingbird where the the issue before everyone on Twitter, like all the editors and the writer, was like, "There's a Hamilton reference." And the next, and it was like one of the first ones that mm-hmm. Marvel was doing. Get get prepared, Hamilton fans. Strap in. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. There's going to be like the whole issue is going to be full of Hamilton references. The reference is there's a girl on a roof who is singing satisfied to yeah. herself, and that's, that's it. it.
0: And I was like, come on. <laughs> now, the best Hamilton thing I saw in Marvel, because like, you, you, seeing a Hamilton reference in DC is not really going to be a big thing. I could see it in some books, but yeah. my favorite was reading uh, Patsy Walker, a.k.a. Hellcat, mm-hmm. and whenever her one. roommate is, 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 is all sad, and she's like, who, si- side B. <laughs> like disc two I'm the sad stuff <laughs> and it, like oh my god hamilton disc two Ooh.
2: i feel you but like i'm also not a like not that particularly book i'm not a big kate left fan as a writer yeah i know so we've, we've talked about that we've this. talked that's about dirty. that but well i mean like they, they don't know this, yeah she seems, so she seems like a lovely person i don't have anything against kate left as a person but as a writer i feel like the my big Issue with her is not that she's a bad writer so much as she tries to straddle this line between being a superhero comic but also a slice of life comic, and as a result, it's hard to at times to figure out which audience she's really writing for. Which I, I tend to think it's a bit more of the slice of life stuff, and I yeah. think that's really she's really strong at that kind of stuff, but I don't think that the way it gets marketed and distributed then is necessarily,
1: yeah, I could totally get that from what I've read of Hellcat. It, it felt like a slice of life, but anytime it dipped into superhero, it was a little like what. This is a bit strange. Yeah. So I, I see what you mean.
0: Well, the big problem is that uh, the non-cape style comics are not really too supported in either of the big two publishers. Right. And I love Slice of Life stories for like... Oh, totally. A whole lot. Like one of my favorite anime of all time is Clonade. I, I adore oh, dude, Slice Dude, best life. anime ever. <laughs> but I... I that I think it's why I love Hellcat so much and I think that it's a slice of life with those more superhero elements and yeah. the the bits of storytelling that you can only get in the medium of comics yeah. that's that's why I love the book. I think it's adorable. I think the art is just so, so
1: cute. Whole so, lot of puns in that book. I know. <laughs> there's, so I know there's so many puns. so many
2: puns. <laughs> that is right up my alley. Speaking of which, if there's like two t- if you not necessarily a slice of life, but like stories about life that I'd recommend if you like want to like read about stories about like families and shit. But like that also had the superhero moment. Um Brilliant. One, um, Tom King's Vision, which recently came out, amazing, so good. Oh, and then oh, also Grant Morrison's Animal Man from back in the '80s. If oh you yeah, heard We're, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really, good, really good stuff. Man, I was
0: I I got my list out here like okay, how many like mini X Men books is Chris going <laughs> to to list off for uh X Men this
2: X Men that? I mean, I love all my X Men. I just glass. realized I didn't put my phone on Airplane mode.
1: You fool! Um, That's what I just did on gone. my watch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the beauty of comics is that it's a medium and not, um, not a like, you know, it's not just superheroes. Yeah. And, like, there's so many great comics that are outside of just the superhero mold that get into, like, you know, we're talking about Saga. And, and even outside of the big two this publishers. One, Summer, That's the thing Pilgrim, that I, I feel
1: like people don't, understand that enough like new yeah. people getting into comics they're just like oh comic books this the superhero
2: stuff superheroes are a genre yeah, well, i mean mouse that's a whole other discussion, mouse won but... the eisner for, yeah. for a couple years and yeah. it's like and Persopolis is taught in middle schools now mm-hmm. and those are comic books you know yeah they, or like you know people say graphic novels but come on they're comic books mm-hmm. you know
1: it's all semantics personally
2: my, my uh definition for graphic novel is
0: a self-contained story mm-hmm. that is the thing like so you can have a trade that is also a graphic novel, yeah. but it has to be a complete story start to finish. So, I think Batman Court of Owls gets to that point, but because it has the lead into Night of the Owls, that makes it not a graphic novel. See, I always and it read them it,
2: as as two halves of the same well, story. All twelve issues sold the cohesive. That's thing. that's mm-hmm. the that's
1: actually like the official description from marvel and dc of oh, at least a marvel of what a graphic novel is all right cool yeah because because marvel marvel releases their original graphic novels mm-hmm. like uh avengers rage of ultron oh or yeah rage of ultron. Blue, i love that book stuff yeah. like that and those are just defined as they aren't released issue by issue right. just, wait wait
0: Man blue wasn't issue by issue i don't think so yeah it was
1: yeah there King is series. there is a spider-man yeah. original yeah, oh is. no the kingpin one whatever oh. that one is oh yes that's i the, forget the, one the name the sister right yes the the
2: life and crimes no. It was like That's Dead what no- I was thinking. No- of, was like I no- couldn't no- remember the title. Like
1: um, yeah. but yeah, those are those are called official or original yeah, graphic OGNs. novels. Yeah. OGNs. And those mm-hmm. are just they're not released issues. It's the same thing with uh DC has their Earth One line. Oh I love those Earth One books. It's the same deal. So yeah. that's yeah. what Marvel and DC say that graphic novels are. But. Right. Right. But Trades I think what we're different. seeing here
2: is that one of the great things about comics is that it's such a diverse medium, mm-hmm. and there's so much to be found. That you know, like you know, Drake loves the stuff that's like standalone stuff, not necessarily continuity heavy. Whereas, like you know, I, I, I mean, can find stuff. I mean, trust that me, takes, I love continuity heavy books. Yeah, but you know what? You I can, can talk, talk for like hours. hours. <laughs> that we can't. That there's there really is something for everyone. Like you know, for instance, my girlfriend was willing really to Brian K. Vaughn's Paper Girl series. Which yeah. is Paper excellent. Girls is so good. It's really how good. how do I love that? She and had never and really, not, not she saga. never really read comics before, and it's really She's made her. A fan of the media of the medium. Paper Girls is so amazing. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great story. God. The point being that you know it's a medium for telling stories rather yeah. than a specific mm-hmm. style. Of story. It's
1: the it's the same yeah. thing as film or yeah, television exactly. or anything. That's
2: why I love comics. Particularly, I always find it like the happy medium between reading a book and watching a movie mm-hmm. because yeah. they're, they're most of them are scripted out like film. There right? are things
1: yeah. that you like. It's never been more clear that there are things that you can do in comics that you can't do in other mm-hmm. mediums with like um certain or like take take watchmen the movie for example oh yeah, yeah. panel by panel it's and that turned out great mm-hmm. people mostly love that movie um but that could go wrong where you're just like for yeah. example this is this is like the extreme of it but she hulk or deadpool or any fourth wall breaking character right. um taking the panels and messing with them. You can't do uh, that. To be fair,
2: I'd also argue, and I know that you guys might disagree with me, something like Batman vs. Superman where they were trying so hard to recreate the panels that you lost the film in it that that can be the other end. That's how how Zack Snyder makes movies. Yeah.
1: He just makes moments.
0: Well... I want to like one of my favorite things in recent comics has been uh, the Flash series. I want to say it's, oh, it's yeah. volume five right now in mm-hmm. the, the Rebirth Flash. Oh, it's uh, good stuff. There was a good episode of uh, Comic Con about this, where how the way that the panels are drawn and Barry's imagine a
1: dead nerd sync
0: show. <laughs> yeah, oh, but mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a really fascinating video, mm-hmm. and the way the panels are drawn, the way that Barry interacts with the panels, mm-hmm. is time itself. And there's like these amazing things where like. Uh, like The panel will be will tilted in and he'll be stepping out of it because he's stepping out of time or whenever he runs past the panel and he has to kind of turn back in because yeah. he's actually running so fast that he's not keeping up a conventional time that is kept in this panel format. And that yes that's reading more into the subtext but that is the kind of oh, sure. uh, meta narrative that you just can't get that's in other the,
2: things that's the my favorite thing in the world Flash was really uniquely suited for that too I mean like we oh, know yeah. like Francis Manipool did that for years so did mm-hmm. Doug Monk um, basically anyone who's ever worked on Flash comics for a substantial amount of time really plays with the format as a result of that yeah. particularly post 2000 and I've always really enjoyed that personally definitely right. what were you we saying?
1: Um, just my favorite thing in the world is when uh, people read too much into like they make a video essay of, of hyper someday. crisis and they're, <laughs> and they're like oh man this this means this and this means that and like the the blinds are red because murder and whoa dude and then the writer like sees it and they're like oh yeah i guess so <laughs> like nothing was intended whoa, man, you're aka everything uh, yeah, yeah pretty much i love that shit
0: but one thing that i think is very important about uh what separates comics from a lot of other mediums mm-hmm. is that comics are community I think, oh, yeah. uh, yes, there is a, a community for, a for, for films and for like books and everything else, but comics are a very special thing.
1: I think, now, commu- community is an interesting word, because yes. it... It has kind of a positive connotation.
0: Oh,
2: no. Community does not always mean it's great. No, that's what I want to... I <laughs> community that, has a lot of yeah. like, bad stuff. We're not
1: blind eye to... Now, mind you,
2: <laughs> I'd argue something that's very unique, particularly in superhero comics, is the idea that all these characters were originally created by, you know, their creators, like, you know, your Stanley's or Jack Kirby's. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the idea of community, they're... Since they're owned by a corporate company like Marvel or DC, there really is sort of like this legacy of writers that really crafts whole cohesive characters that might not have been there through the power of community. For instance, like a character like Animal Man, who's sort of like this one-note character until Grant Morrison took him and fleshed him out to be this eco-centric hero. And now people like uh, who was the guy who wrote Animal Man? Was that Scott Snyder Uh, or Jeff Lemire? Jeff Lemire and Jeff Lemire did this great work extrapolating on that and the power of the red, which tied in with Alan Moore's swamp thing and the idea of the green right. and the way that they really, they really do build like these great narratives out of community too. Yeah. That's one of the cool things about superhero. Perfect. Comics. um
1: per- Perfect example of, of like the, the, the comic book community being like having a, a hand in how comics are actually created. Spider-Gwen. Oh yeah, like, yeah. If, if people didn't react the way that they reacted to that issue of edge of spider-verse, no,
0: she wouldn't be around. And if that wasn't the case, then Gwenpool would wouldn't, wouldn't exist, and yeah, I would exactly. be a very sad camper. All these Gwen characters wouldn't exist. Yeah. Okay, Those I think two Gwens are enough. Like the, <laughs> we have Gwen Stacy, we have Gwenpool, we got Spider Gwen. I love Gwenpool. We don't <laughs> I need more Gwens. We just too, uh, Gwen. <laughs> too many Gwens.
1: Too many Gwens. I love during Clone Conspiracy when there's just like there there's a whole there's a mini like Gwen conspiracy in the background. No accurate. There's like Clone accurate. Gwen Stacy, Spider Gwen. <laughs> Oh, so man. many
2: quins. Yeah. It's see like I love many like, people are mad about this in like the mainstream Marvel comics. And but at the same time, you know, the X-Men fans have been doing this for like freaking ever. Oh yeah. Hey, Wolverine's back! Oh yeah, so we got we got <laughs> right is. now in twenty seventeen we got Wolverine. We, we got, got Old Man Logan. No, we got Wolverine. We got Wolverine. Wolverine. And yeah, we got and we have Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, we got Dawkins. We got yep. Jimmy Hudson. Oh,
0: God. We we got got w- can we just talk about the state of Marvel Comics right H. now? I, I was having. I, who was I, I having an argument about? It was like, like, oh, what, Spider-Man or Spider-Man? Yeah. Hawkeye <laughs> or Hawkeye? <Okay. laughs> like, Wolverine, Wolverine. Or, or Wolverine? <laughs> just, like, there's so many different characters that have the exact same Somebody, name. somebody was
1: like, we were, I was on a, st- I was streaming the other day. Flash and, or flash. And we were talking about, uh, no, like that, that actually, that specific yeah. example came up. They were like, oh, um, uh, shit, what was it? Wally the was- West for life? No,
0: for, you, you were talking about like, uh, or it might have been Nathan talking about like, would, how do we not have a good signifier for Wally West and Wally West? <laughs> we're kind of stuck at this point because like, you could just call him. Well, somebody. one's kid
2: Flash and one's Flash. I,
0: I know, but it being like in general, we're talking about the character, like, especially if, if like, uh, like, Pre Flashpoint Wally. Yeah. yeah. See, the thing is, I want
2: to have ginger and black Wally.
0: I want to have a. That's the thing. I want to <laughs> have a qualifier for the Wallies without it being white Wally, black Wally, or ginger Wally, black Wally.
2: I mean, that was a way... That was kind of how it was for a while. I don't. You know, what I'm I saying? know, but, but like, and I know it's not necessarily the most you just say PC Wally and woke New Fifty Two Wally. But at the same time, yeah, there's like if that's the. There's no other way to really say it unless you want to say pre fifty two and new fifty two Wally. Which doesn't necessarily work now. It,
1: but it's like how like oh, we, we, so there's nothing wrong just, yeah, just saying.
2: We don't have to get it black, there's yeah, you know? there's nothing he yeah. is black. That's right. Not yeah. a- and, and
0: that's not his <laughs> character. Yeah. No. But I'm talking about like how there's all then all these, these different people who took up the role of Batman. So we mm-hmm. have Batman, Dick Bat, <laughs> Jim we, Bat, uh we have Azbats.
2: Yeah. Now, mind you, I will say I think it's really interesting to see how DC handled the character of legacy characters in multiple Green Lanterns and Flashes mm-hmm. in Batman and Batman Superman versus Marvel and Marvel's trying to emulate the legacy thing. And but that's like, hey, you're, what, you're the Hulk think, too. And you can also be Wolverine. You're you the Hulk also, too. You're also Spider Man. Your issue now. there is yeah. is that Marvel hasn't really set up the work in universe to make this idea of characters being legacy characters mm-hmm. as a thing. Whereas you know, well, Captain Marvel being the one. Yeah, though. being one exception. But just do that more. But DC, but they don't DC want to take really took their time. Really t- work to make sure that you know green lantern was a character but it was a title bestowed upon you or same with the flash they haven't yeah. really done that with like you know a wolverine or a spider man like you know they're trying to but they really yeah. they really set up the work you marvel- know what does spider man stand for wolverine stand for that makes it a legacy the same they do for like flash or Green the way or that Batman.
1: <laughs> the way that marvel handles legacy characters and big status quo shifts is mostly they just they do it and then they explain it later DC explains it and then does it. Which I I feel like that that makes it more rewarding. Yeah, like where um, after Jason Aaron's Thor God of Thunder, you just saw this character pop up and the whole point of the story was who is she? Why, why does she have near now? What's up, Gene
2: right. story? But I guess, I, for instance, I, I would argue, in. like, <laughs> as a counterpoint, say the Wolverine instance, you know, like, I love oh, that yeah. X-23 is a Wolverine, but, like, the the fact that the only place where it's ever explained, like, like what a quote-unquote Wolverine is mm. is in the final page of Axis, which is Sabretooth writing to a dead Logan, yeah. and what that might mean to be a Wolverine, and that's sort of what's it's never really been really defined what that means it's not good storytelling, no. and that's the issue and then that's poor storytelling because you know what a batman is you know what a flash is yeah mm-hmm. and like mind you like i love lord kenny i love doc and also like these are great characters but when you're using the mantle as a thing and uh, meaning for it to be something symbolic yeah, the mantle and not the defining what it is right. that's what the issue is that, yeah, that does. Same with the a Iron problem. Man thing, or the cap, well, Captain America is the other one that they have to find what Captain yeah, they, America they, they, is, of course. But everybody's been Captain America. Yeah, but you know, I Thor and Iron Man are two others that like they they need to work on. There's
1: also there's also an argument to be made where um, it's kind of. Like the X twenty three is a great example. No one really cared that she became Wolverine because she was around for so long and was
2: basically Wolverine already. Yeah, and like no one like no one it else makes sense could have that been, she earned right? the title. Yeah, she earned it exactly. Yeah, when, and I think I think there's a like same with Captain Falcon in my opinion. For, yeah, that's Absolutely. And when, I was when, when, whenever he Foster, whenever he like showed up and he was like. You guys all knew it was me. Like, Yeah.
0: Be-
1: that, there also was a... There was a huge lead-up into that as well. Well, yeah, there, there was. Yeah. Um, but for, for like... You take someone like Jane Foster and, and Riri Williams, where Riri Williams literally just showed up. She had yeah. a backup in Iron Man's book for a while, but then she was just Iron Man one no, day. No, Iron Heart. Iron Heart. Sorry. One day. Um, do, do
0: not be those people who were like, it uh, uh, can't be Iron Man she's I, not a man. I just uh, legit uh, forgot. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. But then, uh, like, Jane Foster there was never a point where except for that what if book um mm-hmm. where she was like being uh shown to that she could be thor eventually yeah, yeah. But she was in the mythos long enough yeah. to where it makes sense.
2: And to be fair, I would argue Jason Aaron's book has done a really good job justifying why oh, yeah. she gets to be right. Thor. Absolutely. That being said, with the Iron Man example, I think something is really interesting to compare that to is back in the 80s when Jim Rhodes became Iron Man. Yep. Yeah. And for like, sure. you know, they, definitely, they they built that up and it made, no one was complaining because it made sense. Well, I mean, I'm sure everyone complains because comic nerds complain right. about yeah. everything. But he was like, oh my the- God,
0: Sonic size are not the right shade. And- <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> like, t- Sonic fans, their general reaction. Community is not always a good term, a good no, word yeah. for, for comic books. No. But like,
2: Point being, though, narratively, two different styles of doing it, and one seems to be a lot more accepted than the other. Right. Yeah.
0: Just, it's better storytelling to, to lead up to it instead of just, here we go. Uh, yeah, that was a good marketing decision. But also, Here's how we're justifying it.
1: Also, the... Th- Always keep in mind the blanket statement of none of this matters if we're getting a good story.
2: Yeah, for instance, like so, Kamala Khan came yeah. out of nowhere and it's one of the best nowhere. stories Marvel's done she in years. Was,
1: she had, like, a panel in a Captain Marvel annual right. and that's it.
0: She and had the she equivalent of that retcon Peter Parker in the Marvel movies. Basically. Yeah. So shout <laughs> out to G.
2: Willow Woodson because, like, great book. Way yeah, to go. nailed
0: it. Kamala Khan is phenomenal and, like, in her book continues to be one of the best things that Marvel oh, has absolutely. been putting out. Lately. It
1: proves that there is room for making new characters pretty much outside of nothing and having them succeed. Yeah. It's the same. Miles Morales. Yeah. Miles Morales was same great. Deal. Yeah. And,
0: and yes, she is a legacy character Like, and took the title, but she's really- no, took, Not really. Yeah. But, but because, like, she's made Miss Marvel her own thing. Yeah. It's and only in title. I, I was having a conversation with uh, somebody recently and I was like, is Kamala, she's a great character. I want her to transition to her own identity at some point. But yeah. then I, I want to say I was having this conversation with my roommate, Nathan. He was like, yeah, but- She's made Miss Marvel her. People associate it more with, right. with her than they ever have with Carol. And it's the same yeah. thing
1: with Carol. Like, nobody, especially after the movie, no one's going to ever call Carol Danvers Miss Marvel
2: again. Yeah. Now, mind you, I think it's kind of interesting in that in that one, they really just decided to make her Captain Marvel. Mm hmm. And she's kind of redefined what that means. Because, you know, Marvell yeah. used to be like, oh, he's the dead hero who died of cancer. And he's like the intergalactic hero. <laughs> so and it's like, defining the character. Oh, it's like when Stacey- <laughs> no, right? when Stacy's entire defining character is that she died. Right. Yeah, but I then he, when Carol became... Um, Captain Marvel and Kelly Sue tonic took over, and all that. Mm-hmm. They kind of really redefined what that legacy role meant. Totally. Now, mind you, I still miss alcoholic Carol, but that's just me.
0: Well, I mean, okay, that was m- what a
1: that's that was such a fun thing for yeah, like, her mi- and Tony like, to bond mi- over. Neo mi- yeah. ja.
2: alcoholic war criminal Carol Danvers. I miss that as much as I didn't like Civil War
0: II, I did like that bit where she and was Tony tie Went, went to AA, and, mm-hmm. and, and they, they had that little bonding moment. Didn't,
1: that they, was, just show, didn't they just, like, accidentally, f- like, find each other in an AA meeting? Yeah. Speaking
2: they
0: were of both like, just like, oh, shit, but, what's but, up? But, but that, that was, like, the best thing that happened out of Civil yeah, War Two. It was Speaking good. Speaking For of, did
2: anyone see the parody comics are appearing on the internet about, like, how um, the final fight of Civil War Two is, like, re is like redubbed over? And it's, like, Alcohol and Carol and Tony <laughs> fighting in the middle of DC. Good. You because know what? That this, actually, is, this is what 4 does. If, so sometimes he gets uh, you guys You it Alcoholism is a very real problem.
0: If, uh, if you or a loved one is dealing with that, please see Professional Help. Accurate. If, if
1: Carol Danvers was drunk for the entirety of Civil War II, I would buy it. Accurate. I'd be like, all right,
2: that so, explains things. Of this, do you guys remember <laughs> that one scene in Civil War Two where Star-Lord and Iron Man are talking and everyone's like, why are you helping Carol? Did she explain this to you? Yup. And you still think she's right? Yup. Even though it makes no sense to Star-Lord's character to do uh, that. I'm like, like.
0: Yeah, but remember we needed this? the Guardians of the Galaxy in here somewhere because their movie was coming out soon.
1: <laughs> remember yeah, when made uh, no sense. Re- Remember when Luke Cage in his own book was like, yeah, I fought in the last Civil War and I don't really want to take part in this one because last time my life kind of got fucked up. And then he's fighting. Yeah. <laughs> in like, the what's happening? Come on, guys.
0: I mean, what was that uh, That Spider-Woman one where Oh, where she was in like the old costume? Randomly because like, writers well, don't know. The
1: most recent one that I remember is... Um, you got angry in- on Twitter. I didn't get it. It was funny because I like spider Woman's my favorite superhero. So and nobody knows shit about Spider-Woman. So what, what
0: Dylan? Oh, God.
1: <laughs> um, so there, there was an issue of Secret Empire where uh, she's just she's in like a, a, a crowd of superheroes and she's in her old costume and she's flying. <laughs> no, no, sorry. She's not flying. She's she's swinging from a, a web. Oh, right. That's right. That's right. right. She's not flying. Because flying, there's precedent there. She used to be able to fly. Um, but she has never done anything with webs. Ever. So,
2: ever. ever. You except know, what? I think her, that's like, a good web question webs. right there. What's the one, like, A-list or, like, popular character that you, that, like, everyone loves that you don't in the superhero world? Deadpool! Really? You don't know that? Oh, no, I know. But, like, explain for the people. I mean, I did an entire well, video. Like, like
0: the, 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 the big thing, it's, like, uh, it's... If you like Deadpool, you know more power to you. He's personally yeah. not for me. I think he's too LOL memes, and I love that Gwynpool also thinks that he's too LOL memes. Dylan's going to argue Gwynpool's the exact same character.
1: We had like a six-hour conversation. Which
0: is now, how we got you. to this podcast in the My first My opinion place. Yes. is that
2: Daniel Ways Deadpool is that, but Gary Dugan and Joe Kelly, Deadpool? Good job, y'all. Yeah. I, I, Again, that's just like, yeah. if it's good, who cares?
0: I have I found some Deadpool books that, that I enjoy, but uh, yeah. but I do think that Deadpool works better as a supporting character, and that's why oh, yeah. I... I want to get into Wonder Woman... But I've never really found her books too Brian
2: Azzarello, to. Ryan Azarello, Cliff Chang, what up?
1: I love I love Wonder Woman in. She's a in great supporting role yeah. I, I
0: love that. I and think not she's a good, that's great character.
1: not to say that she's a woman, so she could she should only be in supporting roles. No, I, that's I, just I, every yeah. Wonder Woman led book I've read. I yeah, just have. Yeah, and that's
0: the, the same, same thing too. from me song Like I, I get there's an audience for it. I just yeah. don't think I am. I keep giving Wonder Woman books a try though.
2: I like Wonder John Byrne's stuff and Sensational Comics by Gail Simone was really good too. I do need to read. I hear that one's amazing.
1: I hear the stuff. Simone's Wonder Woman's really good. I love her. I read her back. And I love it. So. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman's rebirth, because I read her rebirth, like her rebirth issue, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know what's going on here. This is too yeah. much. But her, like, I think it's the even numbered issues, which
2: tell. Yes, her, which were like, the year origin. one. Yes, yes, that that I loved. Yeah, Greg Rucka does a really good run too. Mm-hmm. And Art in that is beautiful yeah. as well. And
0: Dylan and I had a, a little bit of a conversation because I think that Wonder Woman, the movie, is one of the best superhero movies ever made. It's I, pretty don't, solid.
1: I don't
2: understand. It's I, good, but like, like the best. <laughs> I feel it's more like we're all excited. There's a good DCEU movie. But I also, oh sure. But I also think yeah. like it's the best of those. But yeah. I,
0: I think it hit on all of the, the things that it needed to hit on for it yes, to be really good. It was good. very Richard
2: but, Donner, it, which is good. But
0: also, I think like like how Iron Man, the first Iron Man, when you look back, it's not the best superhero movie because you know False. it's hard not to be Captain America two, Winter Soldier. I mean, come on, it's
2: um, Spider Man two. Oh, okay, is that what even up? in shot?
0: But, but, yeah, it but, is. But, but listen. I think that I think that Wonder Woman is going to be what uh, the first Iron Man was for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It, it it's a good movie no. and, it, it got, and it got all the beats right. And that's an unpopular opinion. I think I'm fine. To look no, about.
1: I I think I agree with you. It got all the beats right, but the problem is it stopped there. Mm-hmm. It's it's the safest possible thing that DC could have done. They made
2: but they needed that. Yeah,
1: exactly, and that's why I'm fine with it. They made yeah. a superhero movie.
2: Speaking funny. of though, like that's it.
1: It's, it's not
2: the character it's, that it's I can't great, stand it's not is terrible. Iron Man. I cannot see you don't like Iron it. Man well here's why because I remember I, I started reading no I mean like, the popular the character. character no one likes oh. because the one when I started reading comics it was in the middle of Civil War and if you oh. read the Civil War comic you know that Iron He's Man is the worst he imprisons a bunch of superheroes in the negative zone without any civil due process mm-hmm. yeah, he has six super, super villains oh, I love that on yeah, the well, superheroes he basically is responsible for the death of Captain America he then becomes Dude, head of shield and becomes a fascist basically and basically up until 2008. I'm still convinced they almost made him a supervillain, like Cyclops. Oh yes. Okay. No, but here. the Iron Man movie saved him from that. You've
1: seen the uh, the the in the aftermath of Civil War when Cap's dead. That yeah, it's like it's not worth it. it it's of course, not I worth I it. Have, like, but, Jesus. But like oh.
2: I, I still I like it, when I was like a precious 12, 13 year old. it so turned Iron Man off for me that to this day, yeah. it's still so frustrating for me to read Iron. Man I heard that a lot about
1: people for Iron Man, but like someone someone like me who came from the movies and was just like, oh cool Iron Man. He's still my second favorite superhero um and yeah he's he's terribly portrayed in Civil War but it's the same it's it's so funny to me that the same exact thing happened in Civil War 2 just with Carol Danvers
2: instead of Iron Man <laughs> yeah I mean, that's exactly what happened, and a lot of people are mad about Carol Danvers now. Well, you know? the problem
0: right. with Marvel is that they have so few noteworthy villains that they just have to keep finding excuses for their heroes to fight each other. Like, yeah, there's a couple. You can probably name on couple. one hand, like, like good, like recurring, vi- like Magneto, villains. Magneto, Loki, Red, Loki, Skull, Red Skull, Kingpin,
2: Green go. Goblin, Kingpin. Okay. Doc Ock, no, Venom, good, but... Okay, okay. Now,
0: hang On how many of those are just gonna be Spider-Man villains repeated multiple right. times? I'm not done. I know. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, Mystique. Okay. Sabertude.
2: Mystique's not
1: really a villain. Yeah,
2: she is. No, no, she's no. the ultimate femme fatale. I guess this. she's the same as Loki. Yeah, are we going through Loki, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> already, already forgetting. I already named off at least ten. Okay, yeah. so you can you can
1: name Loki like three times. Joker honestly.
0: Lex Luthor. <laughs> there's like three Loki. Atrocitus Okay, mm-hmm. people are gonna be hit and miss for Kite Man. Oh wait, how Hell did you, yeah. you didn't even put Thanos Hell in there? Yeah,
2: yeah well because Thanos is a dark side ripoff.
0: But but, but still so, you never so? get but, but, <laughs> Ultron like, we're, we're, we're for iconic Ultron's villains.
2: great. Ultron Unleashed if you guys ever recruit UCX Avengers, really good shit. I think the problem it, it's here not is not fair to list Batman villains he's the Terminator before so the Terminator. Ones.
1: Well see, I, the the problem with naming villains in comic books is that there's seventy-five years Worth of these. So yeah. you could yeah. say
2: Doctor like, Doom. How do we ever get Dr. Yeah. Doom the best villain? The, the
0: Dr. is supposed to be the first one everybody names. I'm but still, DC's villains are just there's so many good villains.
1: DC has DC has characters that are known for their villains. I
0: know. Yeah.
1: Marvel really I mean, did a whole event, maybe on Spider-Man. On yeah.
0: But like yeah. I feel like DC great. might be more well do known for E-Bard their villains, Fawn? honestly.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, Batman is is yeah. Arguably I'm just saying don't knock Marvel's villains because I mean, Marvel's just...
2: villains are really good. I think the real issue is that the last decade has been hero versus hero. Yeah. So they haven't had a lot of chances to shine recently. What's
0: I the think... Marvel books trying to force Black Cat into every villain, <laughs> I mean, in every <laughs> <You mean> Bendis? <laughs> yeah. Because okay.
2: all the Bendis books. No, but she's also been yeah,
0: in other books. True. Like she she was in Hellcat and a bunch. Well, because because she has to. Yeah,
2: but think cause, about cause it. Because Bendis has in set her just up. like a Jones, the Defenders, Mama Morales, Spider Man, Lost Spider Man, because she has to be, and Hellcat those are all, those are almost try all my am trying to make disguise. her like the new king Then
0: why did Arcade also get shoved into a bunch of books recently? That <laughs> right, was like
2: X-Men a weird villain.
1: like month long period.
2: Yeah, yeah Arcade. it was like, oh, Arcade Dark, was, like Phoenix. Dark Phoenix is another great villain. The Sentinels. Okay, the Sentinels are a great. Sentinel. Okay, Boulevard, Trask and the idea of that we have hate someone so much they're working an entire robots oh, race I to exterminate. Right, I'm going to say like the Green the Army Men. Yeah. No, 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 no. I meant like the killer robots <laughs> yeah, meant right. kill mutants. Uh, yeah, but, uh, sorry. I'd actually <laughs> say Maximus. The Mat's a great villain too when he's used properly. I, was I Actually, like, Hulk's like a lot of the Black friend. Order. <laughs> Some is one of the great anti-villains. He plays both yeah. sides. Great.
1: I hate. I hate him.
2: I love Samaritan He's the great. He's, he's my favorite supporting character he's in all so, of Marvel. He's so mean. What an, what an asshole. Baron, dude. Wait, <laughs> dude. What's it what called? Baron Zemo is amazing. Like fun, uh, King I the fun, uh, Conqueror I is hate amazing. Kang.
1: Fuck Kang. I Exclusively Kang. because time travel.
2: Annihilus. Hey, it's okay because Annihilus because Vision <laughs> stole awesome. Kang as a baby. Oh God.
0: Galactus. What a mess.
2: What a great villain! Oh, Galactus is not Galactus a is a plot villain. device. Yes, he is <laughs> no, he's literally the cosmic embodiment of the deity concept. Yeah, he's
1: a plot device. No, but the like, only cool was... thing about Galactus is that every single uh, species sees him in a different
2: yeah, way. Yeah, it's because he eats planets. When you write him like, do you, or like, did you guys ever read *Silver Surfer: Requiem* for instance? Like, he's no. amazing in that.
1: I don't deny that he can be written well, but just yeah. as like his premise is the problem not. Problem is, they made him and they made him too much of a good guy. But he used to be yeah. just
2: he's oh, supposed yeah. to be just a cosmic force of destruction and rebirth. I love the ultimate. That's why he's a fart
1: cloud in the Ultimate Universe.
2: Yeah, but that's stupid.
1: Galactus.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. I, I really like uh, Galactus. So they've been writing him in Ultimates and Ultimates too. Mm-hmm. Uh, with he was him the as, life as the Seeder of Life, I, I dig it. I dig it. By the way, how are we doing on time?
1: Well, we're we're uh, that's the time. Oh,
0: that's the time. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We we still got like another hour. Bullseye's another time.
2: great villain. Bullseye. Oh, well, I mean, These I are all like B-list villains that you're naming? Yeah, but like that's okay. A-list. So are all the DC villains? <laughs> I don't know about that. Literally, the entire rogues gallery is a bunch of B-list villains who, together, cumulatively make an A-list villain. For instance, for the Flash.
1: Like how I don't think you've mentioned any of the Sinister Sticks.
2: No, dude, that's why he said no Spider-Man villain. Oh, okay. Yeah, because like Spider-Man. Because <laughs> mans the best rogues gallery aside okay. of Batman. Let sure. me let me go ahead and say this: yeah. Spider-Man
0: feels like he would be more at home in DC. I don't think so like, no. as, as a character And with no. his villains I think that he fits In I, DC Marvel, So much he's better than too, Marvel carries For a reason Yeah
1: he's too personable
2: For DC But if only If he was thrown In
1: the DC universe it, He'd be the most Underpowered And and weirdly written Character But not
2: only that right. Spider-Man can only Come out of Marvel Because he's the Combination of The soap opera stuff That Marvel was doing In the 50s yeah. Along with the superheroes And the horror comics That they were also Doing around the time right. It's so uniquely What Marvel was writing And doing Throughout the entirety Of their run That when he finally Came together It was like the Perfect synthesis of what they were as a brand. No, it's uniquely you, Marvel, but
0: what? I I feel like like his side of, of of the Marvel universe could work in DC very well.
2: I mean, yes, but only if it's self-contained, like Hawkman or the Flash or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Like I could see like Spider-Man's whole thing being like like a Flash bit.
2: Like if you guys know Chris Sims, the writer for um comics, of Lines, he makes this really great analogy that DC sort of like a bunch of different islands that got connected in webs, whereas oh, Marvel yeah. was a web that was inherently built that way because of what Stanley, Steve Ditko, and Jack Kirby did. Right. Because that they, like,
0: they they it was basically two writers having their, this entire universe to play with and it was great but yeah. one of the things I love about DC is because all these these little islands weren't meant to be connected and then they became this super cool thing like how the green has come into like now that's po- the source of Poison Ivy's powers right. and yeah. Beast Boy gets his powers from the red and that makes so right. much sense and it's so yeah. Yeah, Speaking so much, of which,
2: metal, metal where we're we're
0: now everything, everything is, is Nth metal. metal. I love, I love it. it. Everything is Nth metal or Prometheum or Bat- Batmanium, Batmanium or Hyper Dionysium
2: Crisis. <laughs> We all think Grant Morrison for this. Everything's a metal. Grant Morrison's the one who was a major proponent in the 2000s at DC of everything is connected and everything can tie together and make sort of like this overall symbology and narrative thematic sense. (laughs) And all the writers loved it and ran with it. So thank you, Grant Morrison. That's the
1: killing joke. That's the, that's the joke okay
2: Dylan explain this because you're probably
0: going to reference this multiple times throughout the Re- podcast series he kills the Joker he reaches out and he okay. strangles him so Dylan was working on, on, <laughs> on, on this joke. video for, for our friend Scott and Ice Wanderer of our Nerdsing Productions talking about he'll how, be here at some point yeah sure. t- talking about how like if if Batman killed the Joker at the end of Killing the mm-hmm. Joke and, and they went to this interview <laughs> with uh, was it Batman on Batman yeah it was Kevin Smith's podcast yeah.
1: Batman on Batman he had Grant Morrison on to talk about just stuff. I don't think it was the killing joke. I never listened to the whole podcast, but there's, he interviews him and they start talking about the killing joke. Um, and then Grant Morrison as if he's Alan Moore, starts explaining the Killing Joke
2: and what it means to Kevin Smith. To be fair, I'd argue Grant Morrison probably understands that better than Alan Moore at this stage in his life. Sure. i
0: so, so, Grant Morrison <laughs> knows the book better than the writer of the book. Well, no, I'm just saying Alan well, Moore at this point also, in his life.
1: Also, Alan Moore doesn't even like Killing Joke. Alan Moore hates so, everything he's ever
0: done, yeah. let's be real. That's why. Um, That's any artist, really.
1: But... So, so Grant Morrison's just like with his, with, with, what is he? What, what even is he? He's Scottish. He's yeah. Scottish. Scottish accent. Everyone's
2: favorite Scottish fuck. He's so. <laughs> he's I love him.
1: he just ex- he's explaining with like all high and mighty to Kevin Smith. He's like, oh yeah. So at the at the end of the panel, he. Uh, what is your accent? Ba- <laughs> Batman reaches out. He literally out, created
2: the entire DC multiverse because he can be this high and mighty. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's str- he's, he tells him that he strangles the Joker and kills him, and he says, "That's that's the killing jerk."
2: <laughs> and, and the guy was like oh that's man a, a Whoa, was, oh, blah, blah, I blah, mean to be fair blah, 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 oh you're blowing my mind kind of ran with a run of that with the war of jokes and riddles yeah yeah no and oh war of J- jokes good and riddles stuff. that's that's a good right. book so wait how much time do you say we have uh, I think we're doing this for like an hour and a half okay because we still need to find out what's the character that's super popular that you don't like oh yeah squirrel girl yeah, that's fair. that's fair. Squirrel Girl can go
1: fuck herself.
2: <laughs> I love Squirrel Girl, but I understand why Squirrel you don't. Squirrel Girl like her. can take her big She's bushy tail meme. and put
1: it right up her ass. I
0: had a, I had a conversation <laughs> She's so wholesome though. I had a conversation with with, uh, with I don't care <laughs> with my buddy Kenny, and it was uh, if Squirrel Girl and One Punch Man got into a fight, who would win? Oh and so One Punch Man. No, so the, so the way the, our we're consensus One Squirrel Girl what,
2: what, no, is is that is it on panel
0: or not? That's a real question. No, <laughs> no, that that's the thing. So what happens is that Saitama would 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 punch. Squirrel Girl, and she would instantly
2: be be knocked out, but she would win off-panel. See, but the question is whether or not the fight takes place on-panel, because if it's on-panel, Saitama like wins, because he always wins on-panel, and Squirrel Girl always wins off-panel, so that's really what it comes down to. What does the writer want to do with that?
1: The the, pro- the, just the problem I have with Squirrel Girl is so many people are like, and I, I can't ever tell if they're serious or not, but they'll be like, who's the strongest character in the Marvel Universe? And they're Squirrel like, well, girl. number one, Squirrel Girl. I'm like, oh. go fuck
0: yourself. <laughs>
1: She's a joke character. <laughs> but that's why Toon
2: Force motherfuckers.
0: Right, it, it's like cartoon physics is incredibly squirrel powerful. Squirrel Girl
1: cannot beat Thanos with an army Actually, of squirrels. Actually, yes I she can. can.
0: It
2: wouldn't happen. It how,
1: how are the squirrels breathing? They're in space. <laughs>
2: They're don't. they not the
1: super squirrels. squirrels.
2: Listen, they have the breathing in space so ability of a squirrel. There are super squirrels in the Marvel Universe, not super squirrels. You don't know, know that, actually. I agree. So I actually
0: think that Gwynpole might be the most powerful comic book character in Marvel no. right now. No, in in her recent uh, story where she's fighting an evil uh, character, you know, an evil like version of herself in the future, because like she's really been able to start uh, playing with the the power to erase people. Right. Like, uh, like, she can just pull them outside of the borders and drop them.
2: I mean, you are still the one above all. Of them. There's never, you're never well, okay, right now. Well, okay, yeah.
1: I just want, I just want them to like tone it down a little bit in Gwenpool and just have her go around and fuck up other superheroes' lives. That'd well, be no,
0: well, that, that was like,
1: I love when she was like Jane, and she's like, "How do you know that name?"
0: But that, but that was, that was the whole point yeah. of of the evil version of her coming from the future, and that's because right. she did that, and that Miles Morales' wife and kids were killed. He's so angry he was. So, I, I'm going to kill you. Don't you understand how big a deal that is? It's so out of character for me. Like, <laughs> just... But I love that. book. Christopher Hastings is such a nice guy I yeah. lo- I loved that interview
1: what a time go right. watch that on youtube.com slash comic on this hey, very channel you are right now wowzers so yeah the, the squirrel girl is just I don't I
0: don't I don't understand so do you, uh, a question I don't understand I, I, do, do, girl. You, do you the not real... like squirrel girl or joke characters in general
1: no, just Squirrel Girl specifically. Well, I would
2: argue Squirrel Girl really became prominent with um, Dan Slott's Great Lakes Avengers around 2006, yeah. where she was actually written as a solid character, and I the Great like Lakes Avengers Lake were great. That was a good book. But like then they made her such roles. a meme. It's the same way they made Dana Way Deadpool such a meme. Because yeah. the internet meme culture was just exploding at the time, and people really latched on to Squirrel Girl and Deadpool in Particular and so now the meme, the memeification of the characters has become a major part of the characters, and that's part of it. Yeah.
0: How are we forgetting the most important character in the Squirrel Girl mythos? Koi Boy. Oh, Dude, I love Koi oh. Boy, Boy. Boy okay. has the power My to, to slowly
2: grow to the size of his container. Yeah, but are you guys forgetting about Squid <laughs> Kid in 2004? Chuck <laughs> Austin X Men, are you guys all who was best about- friends with the Juggernauts? I think
1: we're omitting a huge proponent in the Scroll Girl mythos here. Doorman. <laughs> oh, or Speedball,
2: her what, crush, it became Penance. Let me, t- let me
1: tell you about Doorman. Let's talk about
2: Doorman for a bit. Dorman, okay? I love Doorman. First of all,
1: Doorman, best name ever.
2: He has the power to be a door. He's a
0: door. Woo, he's a door, man. So, that's his, That's all you need to know. If you
1: say you have a door, right? You open it, you walk through the door, you close the door. Doorman, you don't need that door anymore.
0: You just walk through him.
1: Door, no more. You got doorman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the best part is that now he's he's helping out the Grim Reaper. Right. That's his job now. He goes around getting you, people's souls to taking so him to hell. He,
1: he's a portal, right, to the...
0: To the Dark Force to dimension. To the Dark Force dimension. Yeah, so
1: yeah. You're, just, you're just walking in and out of the Dark Force dimension when you go
0: through yeah, well, doorman. It, it's like magic, how she teleports, but she right. just goes through limbo temporarily. <laughs> yeah. Imagine
2: mean, how terrifying that is, like... Oh, God, do you, ever, do you guys ever think doorman and cloak him, right? just like chill yeah. in the dark? <laughs> they just,
1: wait, how does doorman do you think like doorman like yeah, you goes know, into
2: himself? He, he doesn't thing that he sticks his head hap- his ass? what
0: happens when doorman goes through
2: his own door man dorm No, oh, no doorman like oh. he sticks his hands blood in, blood in his, blood his blood eye blood sockets, but he just hangs out but Yes, speaking of this world. All right. So you guys know he used to have this massive crush on speedball did she like of the of the new warriors? Yeah, that uh-huh. was like a big part of her character for a while. Really? Interesting. And during Civil War back in two thousand six, you remember when we all became penance and became yeah. grim and edgy and like yeah. he basically uh, wore spikes. an Iron Maiden. There's this great panel from Real Adventures where he's like, "You don't understand. This is deep." And like Squirrel Girl's <laughs> looking at him while he's banging his head on a wall and like saying oh, the pain yeah. is metaphorical, and she's just sitting there like, "Okay, are we just ignoring the fact that Squirrel Girl and Wolverine hooked up?" Well, we are now, because now is not continuity apparently. Ooh, we don't talk about that. How? Because Bendis is the one who introduced it, right. and then in the Squirrel Girl book, they basically retconned when it, that. When did that happen? Okay, so so I, I've I've been missing out and got on fat,
1: So
0: well,
2: I, I've been missing <laughs> out
0: on, on Squirrel Girl different. books. Uh, I I read issue one whenever. But basically,
2: the statutory never happened. Well, It's also because. Um, when Bendis was writing New Avengers and he introduced Squirrel Girl. Did he just forget that she was underage? Well, yeah. I mean, from what I understood, okay. that he had aged her up because she's also Can hitting on Daredevil. Him? And so it makes sense that she's like 18, 19 yeah, rather than 18, 19 versus when she, well, she is an unbeatable Squirrel Girl, which is much younger. Right. Everybody. So she's one of the ones the age fluctuated, but it created that problem of Wolverine and her apparently actually did things. Sure, I, I oh, need boy. I need to
0: read the the new volume of Squirrel Girl because I, I I hopped off after Secret uh, Secret Wars because I was I was cutting back on books in general, and Squirrel Girl right. was just one of the ones that got the that got the movie. yeah.
1: There work. was I read the first couple issues of her um, unbelievable.
2: Squirrel I I, Girl I can't run. stand
0: the art. I love yeah, the, the art book. I, I I cannot. I should like It's all right.
2: Well, wait, wait so Dar- Darsky wrote drew it. He didn't I draw it. Was, but... I don't think no, so. Zdarsky's no. way better. It's the guy who did. It's the guy who does Jughead, right? Z-
0: Zdarsky did not draw Squirrel I Girl. Thought, thought His art is it. too good for that. I have a laptop. I
2: swear to God, I'm pretty sure it's Shvartsky. Of course, I can't be wrong because we're going to internet this.
1: Unbelievable Squirrel Girl. Bear, know. bear with us, folks. Okay. Uh, here we go. I, took it off my mode. I got it. Fellas. I think it
2: works for where the book's trying to be
1: um let's see no it's writer ryan north erica henderson did no, it's about to say yeah. Yeah.
2: well erica i think erica henderson's art's appropriate for what the book's trying to be i like how there's, a, there's a little, like little how- joke at the bottom of every page
1: that i hated that is what turned me off i like that i, didn't but, I mean like again that at that's all.
2: that slice of life thing that they're trying to inject into yeah. the side well okay i liked it for the first few issues it got it was really annoying at yeah time.
1: exactly like i was like oh this is cute and then they kept doing it's like fraction
2: talk guy except you know with Teenage girls. Do
1: not compare fractions. Hawkeye. They're to both sides of live comics girl. that are
2: taking the indie web comic scene and trying to inject them into the superhero genre.
1: Fractions. Hawkeye.
0: Unbelievable. Okay, I don't understand girl. what you guys are
2: saying. Hawkeye. <laughs> because he's Hawk called Hawkeye guy. Guy in the. Yeah.
0: I, 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 you guys keep saying Hawkeye. It was Hawkeye. I, I, I also read the book. I'm making
2: a. I'm making a reference to the book. It was a European oh, okay. tracksuit mafia man. Yeah. I love that. I like. I
0: Bro. like. I like the dog. Oh, I Lucky? like Lucky. Oh, Lucky. Pizza I, I like Pizza Dog Lucky. He's mm-hmm. got so many names. Where's I... he now? Anyone... Where, where's his book? Marvel's <laughs> giving a book
2: to everybody. Where's P- Pizza Dog the book?
1: If Pizza Dog gets a book before Spider-Woman's book comes back,
2: I will have someone's head. <laughs> Dude, oh, real talk. Did you guys remember Bendis' um, brief run? He tells an on Spider-Woman that likes him leave. That was some good shit. Uh, for who? Where she... Um, Jessica Drew... Ag- Spider-Woman, oh, Sp- Agent oh, of yeah. Sword. Agent oh, absolutely. of Sword. That was good shit, man. That's
1: when she almost killed herself.
2: Yeah. But, like, that was some <laughs> really run. good... That was, that was good Spider-Woman.
1: Mm-hmm. That is, that is like... Bendis is, is who... I, Bendis... I have a lot of opinions on Bendis. Yes. But he... For what good he's done, like, that bringing Spider-Woman yeah. I feel back most, most people have a
2: lot of opinions on Bendis, but I think oh, yeah. we can all agree that what he did with Spider-Woman and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage has been really good for the entire Marvel Universe. It's
1: such a weird, th- like... I I find it so fascinating that they, that Jessica Jones exists because they were like, Oh, Jessica Drew isn't, hard enough to be this character and then she almost kills herself (laughs)
2: yeah Yeah. that being said i I, i've discussed this with them before but i think my whole thing with bendis is that he has these incredible ideas like secret invasion incredible idea yeah um you know what's happening in new avengers with the symbiote and like all that kind of stuff what's happening with the dark avengers these Mm -hmm. are all brilliant ideas and what i find is mostly the way he scripts stuff is that sometimes the arcs last a couple issues too long or they're too short and so it's the actual like pacing of these stories that i find to be a yeah. bigger problem
1: ben, that's i mean that's and the execution that right that's i mean that's well, the time is, um, that's
2: a great story but now they're like five years later they're still there like what's happening that's why know? he's
1: on like every big marvel like panel of idea people yeah. like he's, he's a great idea the, guy. he's he's on like the the marvel cinematic universe panel thing just to like as a consultant yeah because he he has great ideas but he's he just doesn't always execute them perfectly. Yes.
0: Then, like you said in your video, it's like he's amazing and he has his own thing to work with, like Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, oh yeah, he works. hates
1: continuity. He doesn't understand. He doesn't know. Okay. He doesn't know accurate. shit about my, continuity. My
0: favorite accurate. thing recently has been my obsession with Starkle and oh, Google. God, this. Oh <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. So they could both exist. No, I I know. We have Google and Bing. I know, and that's <laughs> what that's what I love because. On the same day, there was an issue of Spider-Man Two and uh, Invincible <laughs> Iron Man with Riri Williams. Same writer and yep. same writer, same day. Peter Parker is using Starkle, and I love that Riri is is is, is using Google. <laughs> but here's the thing: I also went back to reading uh, the Miss Marvel books mm-hmm. uh, for for like I, I was catching up, and I, I'm finally current on that. There's this panel, and I, I, I tweeted it out. It's uh, you know it, uh, it's the one where Kamala made all these clones because she was trying to it, have it all. Oh, every, that was great. Every yeah. superhero ends up having that that story at some point. Oh, but, but but then but then there's a the time where like she gets worried that Tony's gonna get mad at her, and so he hugs her like, oh kid, don't worry. This is what Google calendars is for. <laughs> okay, so Tony also uses Google, and he does not use Starkle. To and be so fair, my friend said, hey, I bet the guys at Bing don't Bing stuff.
1: No, they don't. That's but to be fair, Stark, Tony Stark has not been a part of Stark Resilient for years. Right.
2: Literally since what Fractions run, yeah, right? Yeah, since Fractions
1: yeah. run, since he died. So and, that's
2: in real time since 2008. Yeah, Pepper has been running yeah. it. But, but I love the
0: fact that there is a legitimate competitor to Google in the form of Starkle, Tony Stark and does Tony doesn't it. even use it, and his protege doesn't use it.
1: Well, that's like that's like the uh, Spider-Man's webware is like everything's proprietary on it. And you're like, why does everyone have this?
0: And so I, I want, I would love to just see a conversation with Riri talking to her AI Tony about why, <laughs> uh, like, well, like, like him getting mad at her for
2: using Google, mm-hmm. and then like, you don't use it either. Cause where is that? How I we, would love that book. Do we know when that backup is from? Which one with the Riri? I mean, yeah, when it hasn't been in the last AI year. She's from. only got like what twelve issues. Well,
1: it's before Civil War two. Yeah. That.
2: so though know, Civil War two I think was what ap- either ap- March or April of 2016. So it would well, the, well, the Jared real world
1: Edward time frame right. doesn't matter because because Tony Stark only yeah. occasionally backs his brain right. Up. But
2: Riri Williams literally had like maybe one or two issues before Civil War two even happened. Right. So it has to be within the first like knowing Bendis, days,
1: he doesn't even know. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. But also, uh, <laughs> he just so, knows everything. So you are alluding to the sliding time scale Uh,
0: one thing that I got really excited about when I was reading Gwynn today is that it is now confirmed that Gwyn does work on the sliding timescale because in the, the origin three page backup at the, Mm -hmm. at the end of it, it's showing her like talking about her origin. Like, yeah, I'm from your world and I read comics and she's reading, uh, Spider-Man volume two, number one, the Miles Morales one, uh, which came out out a month or two after her first appearance and Howard the duck. Right.
2: So Ha, ha, ha! Also, for those of you watching, who are watching wondering Bigness. what the hell is the flying time scale, basically oh, the God. gist of it is that every Marvel story from 1960 to now happened within like 10 years real time yeah. in the Marvel Universe. The,
1: the, the, the common... 10 to 20. Yeah. As of right now, the common kind of like... Um, the, this, this point happens in this point is four years of our time is one year of Marvel time. Yeah. yeah. That, that's about. It's
2: okay. very like... Nebulous, but yeah. that's the general gist.
0: Here's the easy thing. When did Secret Wars happen? A little while ago. When did Civil War happen? A little while ago. When did Galactus first show up? Well,
1: that was a, a, little, a long while ago at but this but point.
0: But it's, but it's a little while ago. Every, right. every single thing, it happens chronologically, but it's like every event, it just happened like a while ago, yeah. a year ago. It's it's a vague amount of time. But However, the one constant is that Captain America is always frozen <laughs> at, like, during World War Two. They just make the time that he's been frozen longer and longer.
2: Also, we, that Banguito is a Holocaust survivor. Yeah. He's been deaged multiple times. He's old. Like so, basically, Magneto was was like a lives his life through the Holocaust, and then at some point early on in the X Men, he got turned into a baby, it, and then he <laughs> was re aged to like his prime, then DH to a baby again, then re aged, and then the High Evolutionary de-aged him again. Oh, no. So God, basically, the only reason Magneto's still alive is that he's been like restored <laughs> to his physical prime at least three times. Why does he keep turning into a baby? <laughs> <laughs> because comics, bro. Because comics. This this is, merch.comicdrink.com It's because it's such an integral part of his character that, you know, he is a supremacist who was a victim of a <laughs> systematic ethnic genocide. Oh, and that's so intrinsic to who he yep. is that you can't get rid of the Holocaust part of his story. It's like, I like, um... It's a lot of a joker I, <laughs> I like the uh, the the, the, the Holocaust. I, oh, god. Also, namor has been around since let me change the though. subject. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Yeah. Um, the I like when sliding timescale they kind of they 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 uh they play with it, they lean into it more. Yeah. So, like, every single time Iron Man's origin has been updated, the war changes. Yeah, war like never changes. It does though. Yeah, it <laughs> <that> was <laughs>
2: Afghanistan, right.
1: Um, it, it's it's just the war now.
2: Yeah, there's the went, Marvel War. It went, and, like it's the same thing. The same one that yeah, yeah. It went from okay. Vietnam to the Gulf War to Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Now the war. Now the war. <laughs> right.
1: And it never changes. War now. always changes. <laughs> that's Marvel's tagline. <laughs> war. It's war all, always
0: changes. It's all connected.
1: <laughs> yep. Oh, this is something I wanted to bring up a lot earlier, but also because of because comics. Uh, can we talk about? Uh, Batman's Bruce Wayne replication machine.
2: Yes, we did. No! Yes, we Scott can. Snyder, you damn genius. I love you. Hey,
0: what God. the fuck is that? So, for those of you guys who don't know, Bruce Wayne uh, got amnesia and he forgot everything about like he remembered that he was Bruce Wayne, but he forgot all the Batman. This is this.
1: after he in the New Fifty Two run where he like he died, right? He dies
0: and then he, but then he's, he's oh spoiler, he's alive. For the second time. This him. is right.
1: when uh, Jim Bat or Jim Gordon yeah, yeah, became uh, Jim Bat. Jim Bat. Yeah,
0: and then he's like he's dead and like and then he was like. I need to be Batman because this this guy can't do it. Uh, let Prophecy. me let me step into my Batman machine. He
1: just has a machine that just spits out Bruce Wayne. <laughs> it's
0: like
2: like yeah, I I had an eventuality. It was originally a, introduced in Futures End, right? Right. It's like, Something uh, like but, that. But, but I because
1: I, ha- I read I read in a day all of New Fifty Two Scott Snyder Batman just that okay. self-contained, and I was like. What is this now?
2: (laughs) What the fuck? Now, speaking of which, controversial opinion. I think the Court of Owls and Court of Owls, while they're good stories, are also poor man's version of the Black Hand and Batman recipes. Okay. I haven't read that. It's, oh, it's the, the Morrison so, stuff. Okay. Yeah, so Morrison, basically, the story of Batman, rest in peace, is that there is an international secret society of villains based off of the 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 antithesis of mm. Batman's International Club of Heroes, so it's the International Club of okay. Villains, and they've been secretly manipulating the events in Batman's life for the past couple of, like, years of Ooh. storytelling, led by this man named Dr. Simon Hurt, who is the evil, long lost relative of Bruce Wayne, oh. and they create this plan to, like, systematically destroy his life psychologically and brute- financially and... And all that kind of stuff interesting break into the house like kidnap alfred and try to do robin in kill all the Poor robins alfred. and it ends with batman um stopping them and then final crisis happens and he dies mm. and tim takes over okay. so uh, the the large story beats and like plot arcs and villains are very similar, similar to okay each other. so you know the whole thing with metal right now in barbados that was all. Thing. Final Crisis, motherfucker. The well, but
0: the big thing is Barbados is coming. Big Bat yeah. god guy. This it, it came from R. I. P. Because Simon uh, ah. Hart was trying to sacrifice Bruce to.
2: Yeah. Why is and it, why? the implication it's in Grant event. Morrison's run is that Barbatos is the manifestation of Dark Side and his Omega sanction on Bruce Wayne in Final Crisis. But now it's being sort of hinted at subtextually that Barbatos is both an elder demon God, but also in the dark multiverse. What the like manifestation of Dark Side being taken over by Bruce Wayne's Omega mm-hmm. sanction. At
0: least that's what it seems to be. Yeah, right Well, we're, we're, at the time of this recording, we're still like, I think, uh, metal 3. three just came out this week. Right. So it's
2: My Point is Gray Morrison is awesome.
1: I love, I love in because of like the world of comics and continuity, it gets so messy to the point where these big reveals that are supposed to happen you're like what? What is this like so lukewarm? Like something happened in a Thor book recently. Like Mangog is coming back. Yo, Mangog and, is
2: coming yeah, back.
1: Right. See, that's the reaction I'm you're supposed back. to have. I read that and I was like, who the fuck is Mangog? <laughs>
2: Mangog, dude, Ragnarok. No, a, yeah, I know that yeah. now. But See, the like, thing is, I never, the I never I read, read Ragnarok, it, but like, so I don't think I
0: don't think I realized that's who that was. He, he's just like the
2: big bad boy. <laughs> no, mind you, to be fair, I also feel like this one's a bit of a Norse mythology thing. You that's know? true as well. That's that's
1: like all Thor yeah, stuff. But like I didn't know shit about mangog, so he shows yeah. up in the last page, and I'm like, oh, this is a big reveal. But I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, Who's I didn't the realize. F- it too, but <laughs> but yeah, if you Who's hadn't
2: Man read Dog? Thor since, like, the only you'd only known Mangog if you would read Thor since like 2004. So you had to at least right. read 15 years of Thor comics. Sure, like, yeah, I, I, I got in Thor
0: God of Thunder. and am reading forward. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, same here.
2: I got really into Thor during J. Michael Straczynski's run, which is when Thor great. came back, where he had that beautiful moment of smacking down Iron Man in the third issue, nice. like Aces. And like, um, Asgard was in Oklahoma, which is yeah. what Thor the four, the first Thor movie was based out of, yeah. and Brax yeah. and all that became a major player. Yeah. It was, it was a really a good moment Moment
1: in yeah. Asgard's history it was-
2: Asgardia He was right. Yeah He was the sky For the sky father was He was awesome He killed the century above He killed the sky father One blow When he killed Boar It was good times
0: Like and here's Asgard In
2: Oklahoma It's just like They just like pan up And there's this Big ass like continent, just so. What I find funny is that two years later, he tries to do J Michael JMS tries to do the same thing with Superman in the grounded run, oh, really? but he fails yeah. miserably because Thor seems to just. And mind you, Superman is my favorite DC character. No, to take a god analogy or a literal god, let's figure out yeah. which one's But the literal god or. seems to work better than the god analogy. Really? Apparently. Wow! Yeah. What a whoa! What a foreign concept!
1: Whoa! I can use a- yeah. What a concept.
2: Yeah, but for the records remains my favorite Thank DC you. character. So, that's not a bad at him. It's just a bad at the story.
0: Okay, while we're on this subject of mm-hmm. Thor and Because Comics, can we talk about how great the Thor God of Thunder series is with its yeah. space sharks with lasers <laughs> space and, sharks. and hey yo the Infinity oh, City. Man.
2: Let's yeah, let's let's go with uh yo, All Black the Necrosword. These I... are s- Thor. Gore, the God Butcher. Give, give me your oh, hammer. Hell yeah. I got dual wielded Mjolnirs. Dual wielded <laughs> Mjolnirs while bolstered by the powers of the prayers of every god in existence, <laughs> and oh, by your necro swords, you destroy a bomb that literally kills a gods in every dimension and timeline. This that. is amazing. And it's drawn by Asadra Bick, He's one of the greatest artists in the in the in the entire medium. And it's literally as metal as fuck as it gets. It's literally like a prog rock it's album really, it does. It, it really does look like it's still, it's just a metal cover.
1: This isn't God of Thunder, but this is the Thor mythos. I'm still reeling from the revelation that uh, Odin had sex with the Phoenix.
2: Okay, yeah, well, yes, <laughs> what? yeah. Right. What? No, mind you, this is like I remember grand telling grand you that for video. the first time. Yeah, You're yeah, like, like, what the fuck? I, I didn't you believe you until I read it. <laughs> but I think there's also Jason Aaron just playing with the Phoenix, like he's been playing with since he was on the X Men. Yeah. yeah, but it's
1: like, see, because I thought, I thought when I was reading that book, it's from the Generations book, right? Um, or something. It's from Legacy, right?
0: Yeah, it, it, it's, it, from, it's from it's from Legacy. But then it was it was uh, Phoenix came at the very end. I think at the end of the. Thor it's book. from some book. It, it um, happened recently.
1: The uh, so because I was reading it and there's like three pages dedicated to it. And leading up to them like explicitly saying that's what happened, I was like, oh, Drake just misunderstood. They no, just, I, I definitely. Yeah, they just meant that he had the Phoenix at one point, and they felt very close because he was wielding her. No. But nope.
0: Nope. Straight up. Straight up explicit. I love the fact that it is confirmed that Scott Summers and Odin are Eskimo brothers. Now,
2: mind you, I will also say one of the great things about Thor is that Thor is one of the few like Marvel solo characters who has consistently great runs basically throughout his entirety of his existence. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, have the Stanley and Jack Kirby stuff, you have the Walt Simmonson stuff, you have um, what you call it? What was happening in the late '90s? It was the Dan Juergens, I think. But,
0: yeah, it's, like, if it's '90s, it's Jurgens. Juergens wrote every yeah. book in the '90s. But That's true. like,
2: he's just been like, and particularly since he came back with in 2007, he's just like been bad in a's and like the current Jason Aaron stuff, amazing. Like yeah. Jason Aaron's just great the, writer. Yeah, great writer. Oh, but like sure. the art in particular, whoa! Oh, the art has been
0: beautiful. Like yes, like so beautiful. Art is
1: like. The best thing about comics. I'm sorry, dude. I, the uh
0: the cover of Mighty Thor Volume Two Number One, the the most recent one, right? Mm-hmm. With with the the two page uh, front and back cover, this oh, big yeah. spread with yeah. all the big Thor characters and all this beautiful Pinks and blues and yellows. Like I never oh. thought
2: I'd find a uh, Thor artist like more than Oliver Coipel on the JMS run, mm-hmm. but like the Esad Ribic and I forget who's the current artist is on um the the Jane Thor run. But I remember, but, but like they're they're so amazing. I can't yeah. even control it man like it's amazing they're so amazing i remember <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs>
1: look look man
0: <laughs>
2: look it's it's
0: i don't remember too many, either
2: too many people make comic books we're, we're recording this at almost midnight so we're all kind of little like
0: the, the other problem i run into is uh whenever i'm on twitter i keep forgetting to follow people mm-hmm. like because because there's so many writers and so many great <laughs> artists that
1: i see I have a problem where I have a little joke running on my Twitter where my follower count is at, or the people I'm following is at 666. Yeah. And I have it stuck at there. So literally every time I want to follow someone or unfollow someone, I have to like flip flop with something. So, But like every single time I'm like, oh, why am I still following this person? I can't think of anyone that I want to follow.
0: Are you, are you still <laughs> following my, my old uh, 3D printing company, Quality? Probably. Yeah. You, 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 you can probably get rid of that because that's not but going to heck. But
1: I don't know who to follow.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I guarantee
2: there's some writer that you love that you forgot to follow on sure.
1: Twitter. There's, I've, I've, I'm committed to this joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to keep it there.
2: It's a good joke though I can't be mad at you Thanks
1: People I love the tweets That I get like Once every couple months Of people noticing it mm-hmm. Sending me images And they're like Ooh, Ooh six, six, six. <laughs> But you know uh. what?
2: You know what's something That I think we should Definitely talk about At some point in the future The international comic scene Because I've a been, lot of, I'm very curious A lot of Because I, I, I'm really Big into that kind of stuff okay. So outside of America I, I like argue, manga Well yeah Because the, the Japanese Scene obviously is huge But there's yeah. also The Franco-Belgian tradition Which gave us like Things like Tintin And Black Sod yeah. There's the British and, comic you know, scene Which gave us M. all The British and invasion you got um the Swedish tradition which gave us things like asterisks and you know the yeah. comic strip format in general and so I'd love to get into that some point that's something we could definitely talk about in the it's future let's not forget, not forget For about sure. uh you know miracle man marvel man oh yeah exactly that's something the British invasion yeah everything also we should wrap it up because Courtney's
0: snoring I yep <laughs> <laughs> but I all, I was about to say this, is, this seems like a good natural end anyway and I feel like it's it's late like it is what eleven thirty eight right now yeah I think we're, I think we're all tired. Uh, I but I, I'm I love gonna, you, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm go. and I love you more this. than they do. Oh, hey, this
1: is my channel. I, I love you guys. Uh, Drake hates know, you all,
2: but I love you more.
0: Well, <laughs> hey, this has been a fun time with you guys. I I think we had good conversation. We did
2: have good conversation.
0: What do sure. you guys think? You guys watching yeah. this right now? Do
2: you w- want like
1: movies? um. Do you want more of, more, stru- like, I was I was less thinking... Less structure? Uh, oh, God. How would we do less structure?
0: <laughs> and we all get real drunk. We Jesus. Drink. Yep.
1: Drunk um, comics come back.
0: Oh, no. Not on this channel. <laughs> Patreon exclusive.
1: Uh, would would you, do you want us to do, like, uh, do you want us to have, like, a bowl full of topics that you guys suggest? That's a good questions? idea. I mean, yeah,
0: that, that's something or... that, that I've wanted to do on podcast for a while. Yeah. I figured we'd have enough to talk about today, but in general, if there ever is a lull, I was going to have a bowl. Rest- that's a really good idea.
1: How, do you remember SourceFed? Do you remember Tabletop? Do you want us to do that? <laughs> I miss I mean, table I, talk. I
0: had that idea before table talk, mm. sure.
1: But I'm like, this is literally the shot Yeah, RIP OG so S- I mean, like, if, if, if,
0: if you get if like if you guys have questions, maybe we'll answer those or something. Yeah, I, I don't What do know. you want us to do? Well, well Chris Chris listen, we're, not we're, always we're, be here, but we're your monkeys. I'll we'll, be we'll here dance. in spirit. We'll do whatever you need for views and money. Boom, do you, boom, boom, who boom. do you want on
1: the podcast? Fellow comic book people, do you want like your dad? to come on
0: if Plus, he's it, local we'll have, have him no, or you pay for yeah. your dad to come out here yeah
2: you know. want to
1: fly your dad out we'll have him is your dad
2: great morrison is your dad a comic <laughs> writer like grant if, do it we won't bring mark miller it'll be fine <laughs> oh boy just, uh, let us
0: know we'll probably have uh, my roommate nathan come on sometime yeah. uh, we'll have our, our good buddy scott yeah chris will come back this has been fun unless yeah. you just hated chris in which case i'll never come back yeah. okay <laughs> i love you even if you hate me anyway i love you like a plain yeah. cousin i'm Audi Five Thousand. Shane Change chump. No, 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 that's I'm not, not I'm, ours. I'm not we gonna can't steal end. <laughs> someone else's. <song. laughs> Especially not for the first episode.
1: Let's. Do, uh, all right. Uh, the, this was our podcast, and we're the
0: panel. Comic
1: panel podcast. Oh yeah. Didn't. Pan-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Outro in progress. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Alright, peace, y'all.